Hello and welcome to another episode of Experience Football with Sanj. Manchester United, without Ronaldo, lost against Manchester City. Chelsea, Aston Villa and Tottenham scored four, four more goals against their opponents. Can Real Madrid win against Paris Saint-Germain? We had the most amazing week behind us. There were multiple games with four or more goals. And I want to start with the biggest one. That was the game between Manchester United and Manchester City. And Manchester United ended up losing 4-1. to one. And looking at the first half, they had to use that. Because Manchester City wasn't pressuring them, wasn't controlling the game as much. And there was a lot of space for Manchester United players to get the ball and try and do something with it and eventually score it. They had a lot of touches even in the box, uh, in Manchester City's box, and they had to use it. We know uh, Sancho was the, uh, the one that scored, and I liked the goal. He looked confident with that. He didn't hesitate to find the space, and it was funny that he didn't celebrate it since he played a lot of years ago for Manchester City and we know that he wasn't the player that played for the first team but still it was nice from him not to celebrate his goal. Now I want to talk about absence of Ronaldo. Even though they lost a lot of players seem more confident playing when he is not on the pitch because look at the team when Elanga, Sancho or any other player uh, I would say the Bruno or Pogba are not the only ones that they are not looking for Ronaldo constantly because these younger players feel feel a lot of pressure from him. And once they get the ball, the first thing they think about is where is Ronaldo? Can they pass it to him or can they do something else? Can they try to go into the dribbling, make some something from, for themselves? And if he is open, he will get the ball. Now, looking at that, I think that from the next season, if United wants to accomplish anything, they have to find some solution for that, or Ronaldo has to leave the team. And when it comes to second half performance, City just put their foot on the gas and destroyed them. They had possession, they had chances, they had everything. Both De Bruyne and Murray scored twice. Murray is with two amazing goals. and. Look, that United defense, we know that it's bad. But what's the point when uh, with playing with two mid defensive midfield players if they are not going to come back and help the team? Because looking at McTominay and Fred, when somebody goes around them, they are not going to fold and they are not doing anything. They just run behind the player and try to pressure him like that and not doing anything else. And when you play against the Bryna, we know that that's not... The issue for him. So if you lose the ball, if you has to, if you have, if you have to come back and help the defense and cannot do it, fold the player. At least you will have some chances for uh, from the, for defending. Because when you do things like that, the Bryne goes with true ball to Murray's and Murray's scores the goal. Now I want to talk about the game that there was. Uh, also on Sunday, there was a game between Arsenal and Watford. And Arsenal ended up winning that game 3-2. And what's interesting is that we had a few amazing goals. 
from team actions that included a lot of players to acrobatic goals from Hernandez and I, lo I loved the game, it was amazing. A lot of players in Arsenal are looking a lot better now than they did in the beginning of the season and I, and I say this I mainly mean on Gran Xhaka. Uh, Gran Xhaka and Saka because we know that Chaka wasn't even in the team at the beginning of the season. He wanted to leave. Roma was there. They wanted to buy him. But now he's back and he's doing great. And Saka, we don't even have to talk about him. From the player that couldn't run, looks really tired most of the games, couldn't do anything, to this player that is amazing and scores, assists, do, does everything. So looking at it, even with Saka, Smitro, Martin Odegaard, Martinelli, they have a lot of young players that are contributing and they are that they they are leading the team and will most probably play in the Champions League with teams team like this. And look in the summer, once they get one more midfield player and striker, and I would go even for one more fullback and that would be the right back position. Team can look amazing. Because Look at this team now. Martin Odegaard, I want to talk about him because he looks so confident at the moment. He has a great vision and he is finally used to playing in the Premier League because we know even though he was solid last season, he was still kind of feeling like he is in Spain because the his touches were not as good because he wanted to hold the ball for longer than he has to and ended up closing some big balls and stuff like that but now he's playing fast once he get the, gets the ball he's trying to get rid of it as fast as possible but just he's he's not used to playing ball behind you cannot see him playing to center backs or defensive midfield players a lot once he gets the ball he'll play quite fast but that ball will go up front he always tries to look for Saka, Lacazette or Martinelli he doesn't want to go behind and slow down the action and that's what I love about him. Now about Lacazette, he is really getting into this role about leader and he is not there to score, he's just feeling fine to let those younger players perform and do as much as possible and he's there to assist them. And he doesn't mind it, he is not type of player like Aubameyang because we know that Alba wants to score if he if he is going to be confident and happy, Lacazette is the opposite of that. So. I like him. I just think that they need striker because he is old and he we know that he is injured quite a lot. So if they manage to go for a Calvert Lewin or Isaac from Real Sociedad, Isaac, actually if they go for one of them, the that attack will look a lot better. And about midfield players, we know that they looked at few players including Arthur, Tillemans, Robert Neves, and the only one I wouldn't go for is Arthur, and both Ruben Neves or Telemans would be a great option. And I'm just not talking about them to be there and replace Garen Jaka. Either Party or Jaka will have to fight for that spot, because we know that Party didn't perform not even close to what he used to do in Atletico Madrid. So I'm not just saying Jaka will be the one that will be benched. Either one of them can be the one, and both Tillman and Ruben Neves will be great addition to that team. 
Now I want to talk about the game between Leicester and Leeds and March had his first game. There was there were no big changes in that Leeds team. Actually, the thing that surprised me is that he decided to play Ailing as center back and Dallas was playing as right back. But I guess the biggest issue they have right now is during the build up. They cannot get the ball out of uh, the defense when there is high pressure and they are struggling with that quite a lot. I guess the big problem there is that there is no Nathan Phillips because he is usually the player that comes get to get the ball and pass it up front. Now without him, Koch and Click are struggling with that role. But once they actually manage to find the right player with long pass, the counterattacks are amazing. They have a lot of fast players Especially now when Bumford is not playing, they can transition even faster. And all of those players can switch their position because all of them can play either or on left or right wing or as, let's say, false nine because most of them have to play as a striker right now. Daniel James, we know that he's a fast player and he started a lot of games since Bumford is not in the team. But I actually think that him going to Manchester United and being benched for quite a lot was crucial part of his career because he was the player that was fast and ended up scoring from some of the chances he got. We know that he is his decision making is not the best, but I think that if he played at some other team with some other manager over the last few years, that he would be a lot better right now because the physical abilities are still there. He is fast. He can do a lot of things. He can dribble. But when it comes to the decision making, when he has to decide who to, who is the player that will get receive the ball or where to shoot, he crumbles. He doesn't make the right decision almost ever. So that's the problem. Lester didn't look too great during that game, but Let's say they won on muscle. Important thing for them is that Vardy is finally back. Barnes was the best player on the pitch and he destroyed Dallas on that thing and ended up scoring in the end. And it's amazing to think that he scored in the last four games against Leeds. I guess he has something against them. And now I I want to talk about Rodgers and his decision making. Because... Even when Barnes Barnes was he, um, uh, available during the season, he still used to go for Lockman instead of Barnes. Now, I I cannot see the reasoning behind it. Lockman, the only thing he has is confidence, and I don't even know why does he feel so confident because he never even came even close to reaching his potential. Because if you go to Germany for and play in Leipzig and don't do anything. I guess you cannot expect to go back to Premier League and be the dominant player. Because we know that Bundesliga is probably the worst defensive league uh, out of top five leagues. And most of the strikers try there. They all score 20 to 30 goals. Wingers are performing. All of the players that are in the attacking teams will try there. And Leipzig, we know that he, they are scoring a lot of goals, they are conceding a lot of goals, so there is space there to improve. And Lukman didn't do that. 
now he is back in Premier League and I don't see anything about him that is well and that is good enough to be in Leicester because Leicester wants to play in the Champions League. Aston Villa, they played against Southampton and they won 4 against 0 and this was the biggest surprise for them because they didn't press a lot since Gerard's game and we know that Southampton is a great team. But Aston Villa finally decided to play with without a lot of possession and they create a lot of chances. Important thing is that both strikers finally scored because they were missing that during the season. Both Watkins and Ings were, let's say, average because last season was a lot better for both of them, not just Danny Ings. Because Watkins didn't score as many goals, but he still was included in a lot of them. Now, the fact that they missed so many chances and still scored four times is quite optimistic for them and I'm looking forward to next game against Leeds because both teams are looking to improve their form and I guess that will be a great game. Coutinho was main of the match and the, that main lost Premier League. But I guess I'm thinking about the fact that Premier League is probably the best league in the world and even if if we think about it like that, players like Coutinho, Gareth Bale coming back from Spain, not playing at all for their teams, and still coming to this league and performing so well, it's amazing. Because what is about that? Is it about their confidence? Is it about Spain's? Uh, uh, is it about about Spain and the way they play there? It's slower. I don't know, but. I know that these players are would much rather be in England than they would be in Spain right now. Chelsea played against Burnley and they won four against nothing. Raging isn't just back in the team, and we can see right away how much he is important. Uh, he, how much important he is for this team. He scored. He had assist, and overall, I think that him being back in the team will be amazing. So played as left fullback and I, I guess he, he played this before in Atletico Madrid. Simone experimented when he didn't have any other option and Saul can be good there especially now when he is terrible in midfield but still Chelsea without Chilwell and now Alonso has to find some solution there. Kennedy might be the solution because he is fast, he can he is one of those players that is winger but he's not scoring, he's not assisting, he's not doing all of uh, those important things, but he still can create now and then some opportunities and he is let's say average while defending, so he can be option for that position in Chelsea. Lukaku was on the bench, however Sarge the striker and Timo Werner was substituted during the game and I don't know if Tuchel even wants to cater Lukaku anymore. He got a lot of chances during the season, he didn't take them, he doesn't love being in Chelsea and now I just feel like they both Tuchel and Lukaku are waiting for the summer to find some other solution for them. Tottenham played against Everton and Tottenham scored five times 
and over the last few weeks the only good thing that is coming from this team and this form because we know they are they are winning every other game and Sassanyon and Doherty are, are looking better. Both of them are started assisting and now Son and Kane are not under as much pressure to do everything by themselves. I guess the biggest issue Tottenham has right now is midfield and defense. They had they need more players. They uh, unless Pentacur starts performing better and improving his form and helping Hoiberg, they are they will need to buy one more player in that midfield. And I would replace most of that defense. I guess Christian Romero can be the one that stays, but part aside from that, Bo Davis and Dyer has have to be replaced. Everton and Lapard will have to fight hard for the rest of the season if they want to stay in Premier League. But when I look at the names they have, they shouldn't be the team that gets relegated because you have Calvert-Lynn, Richarlison, Van de Beek, Allen. A lot of those players are better than the team they are playing for. So I guess this season can be the one that decides future for the Everton. Because even if they not get relegated, I think that Cal- Calvert-Lewin and Richardson will be quite unhappy and, and would want to leave. Because those are the players that want to play in European football and they had some offers before. So I think that this will be the fi- time that they finally use them and leave the team. Everton will get the money, but I guess... Even you have, even if you have the money, you will have hard time replacing those big players if you are not playing in European European League uh, or Champions League. But Champions League is impossible for them. Now Champions League is back, and the games we will have on Tuesday is Liverpool against Inter and Bayern against Salzburg. Liverpool won the first game, and I guess all they have to do is wait for the counter attacks and score few more goals because you have fast players and we'll assume that Inter will have to go for possession and they will want to kill the game if they want to score against Liverpool. The other game is Bayern against Salzburg and we know that Bayern has to win because the first game wasn't too good for them. And the next few games they played in Bundesliga were not as good as we expected from Bayern. So I don't think that Salzburg will surprise us. If they do, I will be happy because I I like those teams. I wanted to see Salzburg play as Ajax played a few seasons ago, but still it looks impossible. On Wednesday we'll have games between Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain and Manchester City against Sporting. Now Manchester City is already true. I can if I may say because they have Five goals difference. They're playing at home. I don't think there's be there will be a lot of trouble there. But the game between Real Madrid and Paris Saint Germain will be amazing because if we it looks like Mbappe won't play, and we know that Tony Cross is injured as well. So Camavinga coming to Real Madrid probably or Valverde depends on Ancelotti's tactics because if he wants to. Attack more and have longer possessions, he will go with Kamavinga because Valverde is more defensively oriented. 
but I don't think that playing at home against Paris Saint-Germain when you have when you are losing 1-0 you don't want to defend there because fans won't be happy players won't be happy I think that Ancelotti has to go all in and try to score at least one goal and go into overtime but I want to see Real Madrid do their best and win that game.